0: gentlemen and welcome to another disjointed confusion thursday night hangout
1: hello on christmas eve eve eve
0: or happy holidays days 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 for those who do not celebrate christmas so many days
1: of holiday cheer for oh
0: indubitably okay so ladies and gentlemen this is of course the thursday hangout oh sorry i am <laughs> i'm your host charlie and i'm joined once again by the plumber himself zealus
1: Greetings, gigs sir.
0: Ladies and gentlemen, this is the Thursday Night Hangout. It's a live show where we try our best to cover the topics most important to you. If we unfortunately Oh my gosh, Charlie, come on. There's a script too. I mean that's this is the this is the terrible Is this our first
1: time doing the show? I get to about these things.
0: The Thursday night hangout is a live It's a weekly live show where we try our best to cover topics that are most important to you, with you, during the show. If you haven't submitted your topic, questioned, etc., have no fear! You can drop them in the chat, and we will add it to the topic list for the show. If we do, unfortunately, run out of time, those topics will be added to the beginning of next week's show. Yes. Yes. Um, I will fully admit that it has been a crazy week for me. I, I, unfortunately, am not off of work. Um... I had a. You're still working right now. T- uh, yeah, sure. At this hour. Yeah, I guess I don't know. I'm I at the I, I don't I don't recognize what time is right now. <laughs> so, uh, well, the show
1: has started, so I'm thinking it's after eight o'clock Eastern time.
0: Yes, yes, of course. I I did. I was out late last night. Uh, unfortunately, um, uh, we lost the championship game by like thirteen. Damn. But, hey, we, we put up a hell of a fight. We were not supposed to be in that championship game. Uh, but anyways, um, so let's get to some of these topics here. Uh, the first one is, even though that wonderful petition uh, went strong about, you know, bring Cavill back to be um, the Witcher, uh, but get rid of the Riders. That's a very successful campaign. However, Cavill has signed on to a new project, a live action Warhammer 40K.
1: So I mean, it interesting because the Hammer, I've read some 40K Warhammer novels. And you mean the thing Bibles? is, like,
0: it's like, what's that? It, the
1: oh, Bibles, the Bible the like. It. Omnibuses is what they call
0: them. Yeah, they're like, phone. they've got the thickness of phone books. And for for you youngins out there, phone books are like, I don't know, six, seven inch thick books.
1: They are behemoths. Yes. Um, is a nice way of putting it. And the ones I've read will be interesting is like, there's not a lot of necessarily, there is world building. Yeah. But it's literally all action all the time. Like they're literally like war books. Books that have like the 40k universe built around them. Um, so that kind of be where I'm interested to see, like, where do they go with it? I mean, did they base it on some of the books? Because you have a ton of different like series and authors from the 40k universe. Obviously, you have the tabletop game, um, you have a whole slew of video games. Um, so that's be curious to see where do they kind of go with the 40k universe. Because most of these projects, like, you know, whether it's The Witcher or all these animes that come out from mm-hmm. Netflix recently, mm-hmm. like, it's pretty straightforward, like, of your source material, whether or not you stick to it, who the fuck knows. Right. But in general, like, where you kind of go with it, 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 pretty straightforward. But with 40K, there's such a plethora of information and different stuff out there where you could really go. So that's what I'd be curious to see is. Where do they kind of start with it? Um, I'm looking forward to it. I think it could be really cool um, to see what they do. It looks like they'll have an Amazon budget to do it in. Um, We know budget does not always mean success, but it sure as hell doesn't hurt to have that budget to make the success because, I mean, anything in the 40 k universe most likely it's going to need some pretty badass special effects. I mean, you're in space. Like, it's not like you're just on earth, you know, running around. It's like they're on warships and, you know, the different characters with, you're going to need like some crazy prosthetics and costumes yep. for these different characters. Cause they're not just humans. They have like, you know, the space Marines, they have the inquisitors and all these different, really interesting characters. Um, so, I think it'd be give me cool. um, I mean, I could see it if it's successful because that's always the big question as like a whole universe, which I think is the goal, um, but just because there's so much stuff out there that you could go with um and it seems like in the last like couple of years, they've also put out a ton of forty k video games. It seems like every time I turn around, there's like a new Warhammer video game of some sort
0: yeah i I totally agree um. So, I'm trying to see here. Um, the first edition of the Warhammer 40K rulebook was published in September 1987. So, mm-hmm. 87 plus 3 to get to 90. So, that's 13. 13 plus 22 is 35, right? Yeah, 35 years. It's been around for 35 years. So, you got thir- 35 years of material being produced. In some shape or form for this, so I'm absolutely right there with you. There is s- like I don't want to say a sinkhole, but it's 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 such a huge chasm of of stuff that you could get lost in. And I'll be totally honest with you, for the when it comes to the video games, they truly are hit or miss with me. And then the same with the books. I mean, they're it it really depends on the author um so i you know how how involved do they get you know the the past authors or maybe the the best of the authors i don't know uh but right off the bat i'm also with zelius on this it's going to be expensive as shit the amount of like the 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 vehicles and the spaceships and the the armor and the prosthetics for the different types of beings that they're going to be interacting with i mean just the set design alone I, you think that uh, here here's the thing this is the, if if this were if this first season is a success whenever it comes out um it'll be interesting to see how fast amazon signs on for a second season because this to me kind of is in the same vein of like Sandman, Sandman's expensive to mm. produce, and Netflix wait until like the 11th hour to be like, uh, you know what, uh, yeah, okay, we'll do it. But then again, Sandman is Neil Gaiman, and Neil, although Neil Gaiman's like, I'm all, I'm in, let's just do this, and and Netflix yeah. was the one who's dragging their feet, whereas you don't, I don't think you really have that center, you know, big name, Workhammer 40K is a big ass name by itself, but to be totally honest with you, to the, you know, the average Joe and Janes out there. If you say, yeah, Yo, man, I'm so excited about this, this 40 K, uh, Warhammer 40 K show that's going to come on Amazon. You're going to get a lot of shrugs.
1: It, it doesn't have probably the name recognition out of it. Like inside the gaming community or yeah. a lot of books, we've heard of 40 K, but outside of that, um, yeah. What I would also be curious of at some point, would they pick up because there's like other they're going 40k mm-hmm. but there's tons of other um time periods within the realm of warhammer um i've read some of the like more like um you know sword and fantasy stuff that which i think is like,
0: just called warhammer right they just dropped the 40k I, I would have
1: to check i have the book in my little library not to look mm-hmm. i forget what exactly they call it maybe it is just warhammer i don't remember now um but I mean, that's just straight up like regular good old fantasy with you know vampires and wizards and stuff.
0: It's kind of more like Dungeons and
1: Dragons with miniatures, like yeah, that's actually a good way of putting it. Um, almost like a dra- it's almost like yeah, and that it's kind of like a Dragonlance universe in a way, if you kind of put it like the analogy of books, yeah. Um, but still definitely more dark, which is Warhammer makes sense. Um, so that's I'd be really kind of curious to see is do they expand it to outside. Of the 40K universe. Um, I mean, honestly, the old school, wa- when I say old school, I mean, old era, like the right. fantasy era of right. Warhammer would actually be perfect for like anime. Yeah. Because I mean, I that's kind of the anime forte is, you know, sword and board fantasy. Um, so kind of take that, um, you know, do some of the cool like Inquisition stuff. where you got the witch hunters mm-hmm. um, hunting stuff down. That could be a pretty badass anime. Um granted Netflix seems to be doing a lot more of the animes than Amazon, but still. Um yeah. So I mean I'm interested. I mean it's cool, I think, that Cavill finally got his teeth in something he could dig his, you know, teeth into. Right. Um the funny thing is he probably could have made, I'm guessing, a lot more muddy doing like something else. Um, because I think at this point he has a name to be able to command doing a lead actor in something else if he'd want to. Right. But it seems like, you know, he really, based off his history in The Witcher, and then getting abandoned Superman, like, this is stuff, he's kind of at a point in his life, like, screw it. I want to do the projects I want to do, yeah. as long as I still have time to play World of Warcraft on my massive gaming PC that the rest of you can't afford. Exactly. Exactly. Which, I approve. <laughs>
0: Which, um, I- ironically, speaking of um, World of Warcraft, apparently um, even popular streamers are seeing that their numbers are decreasing when they stream World of Warcraft now.
1: Well, because Dragonflight is coming out or has come out? It just
0: came out. The, 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 okay. the You already have the first... Of course, you already have the first person who's already maxed out. Like oh, yeah. I don't think I could... I don't think I would ever be that person. I don't think I could do it. Be like, oh yeah, here comes the new expansion. I'm going to max out. I as Even even when I had a lot of time, I don't think I had that much time to really sink into something like that.
1: Well, I guess the question is, was this person streaming it as they did it? True. it sounds like something that you do for views. Like, oh, absolutely, yeah. You know, if you're a, you know, professional video game streamer, then you got to do, you know the crazy stuff, um, to get people coming to your channel and doing the views. So in that mm-hmm. context, I can see where it makes more logical sense, um, to just kind of go all in and get to that level. I don't even know how they do leveling in World of Warcraft yeah. nowadays.
0: I don't. It just that that it to me when you're when you're trying to be the first one to max out, it feels like a speed run because it is a speed run. But me, like. MMO and speed run just to me is like the weirdest, like MMO, it's massive multiplayer online game that you're, you're there to, you know, interact and stuff. It's I, yes. Single player speed run till your heart's content, but in an MMO, it's really weird.
1: Well, the irony though, it's been, it, it started about three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't remember the streamer, but one of the YouTube guys actually posted a video, which there's been a little reactions to, of um, single players basically save the MMO genre. Mm-hmm. And you even look at, like, Final Fantasy fourteen. I always want to call it Realm of the Born, even though it's technically not a Realm of the anymore. And they're clearly, I mean, obviously still the online multiplayer. It's like, right. that's not going anywhere. Right but they're putting an enormous amount of resources into the gameplay so you can play the entire game single player. So even like, I know you've always had like the gripe of MMOs, like at some point, you're going to get to that point in the quest line where you have to group up with other people. Well, they've actually made, they call it the trust system, where when you get to those dungeons, you can actually team up with three to four or however many people need for your dungeon NPCs Mm -hmm. Kind of like the old school um Guild Wars. Guild Wars One style. Mm-hmm. Where you could go in and so they're actually in, they're putting a lot of effort um and also building the dungeons around the trust system. So you can basically do most I think there's still stuff you have to do with people. I don't think everything is that way. Um, but they Yoshi P, the director has basically stated that like, I want to make it so people could play it single player if they wanted to to get to end game.
0: Damn it, Zelius.
1: <laughs> uh, it, no, no. It, it, this is literally oh, i mean
0: this is why i love defiance so much mm-hmm. was that yeah you yeah. could jump in and, and do like a, you know like a big boss battle or whatever but i was a fucking lone wolf through my entire time i put a ton of time in that game too but i, I always say sorry on. no it's like i just always i've been burned so many times by asshats and stuff and, and i do and i feel like um, yes, there is some enjoyment when you – there's definitely some games out there that are more enjoyable co-oping, but at the same time, to have that, you know, I guess that option of just doing it single-player and seeing the difference, you know, being able to compare and contrast is huge for me.
1: I would say the whole I mean, I played a lot of MMOs over the years, and 14, mm-hmm. excuse me, is by far the most – non-elitist group for regular like content I've ever played. Mm-hmm. Um so like what I mean but like we're doing like the leveling up dungeons that you have to do to like progress your main story quest. Mm-hmm. If you jump in like hey I've never been here before like people don't care. They're like cool man just follow me. Um especially because like a lobby even like as a tank you basically don't even need a healer. Mm-hmm. Um, just with how over geared, so people don't care. Obviously, once you get to the end game raids, people care then. Right. Um, that's where it becomes dumper. But pretty much all the MSQ main story quest stuff, like nobody really cares at this point. Um, a, because the community is really good, and B, because like they've dumbed down the content a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but it would be a stupid amount of hours First, I kind of curious, like what I should look at, what would it be the hours to basically start Final Fantasy 14 at level one mm-hmm. and get to like the end of Endwalker would be many, many hours.
0: Yeah, I don't, I wouldn't know. Mm-hmm. I, I've, many I, hours. I, I know. I, I, I will say that I have, mm-hmm. I have now, surpassed the twenty five hour mark on Tales of a Rise. Uh, oh nice. I I I believe I have my full roster <laughs> or close to it. Uh, I have six characters.
1: So did you get the Nature guy?
0: The I have the Lord. The last guy I got was yep. the, the Lord. Yep. 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 Yeah the guy who does the the like the vine
1: thing yeah i guess as I, I call him the, the uh the nature guy
0: yeah no I, yeah so i mean i have put some serious time in there i even have done some fishing
1: uh i tried fishing once and i'm like this is terrible
0: you no the, the to be totally honest with you the fishing sucks uh but you've got to figure out a way to catch like a bunch of random fish so that you could potentially get a better fishing rod so that it, you can actually catch the fish you're trying to catch That's otherwise true. you have got to, you have got to be the luckiest sob in the world and be like fast on the button presses otherwise the fish will just keep popping off the reel every single
1: time so what's here single player so according to how long to beat yep final fantasy 14 the average like to beat the game. I'm assuming that means like beat endwalker. Yep. From level one mm-hmm. is um 232 hours.
0: Oh yeah. So just you know uh, a couple of days.
1: I actually know you should do huh. is play it every um extra life. Like that's just where you play for the 24 hours. And wherever you left and off take the next an, extra a year life.
0: off. Jesus Yes.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I just see like you know 10 years later you finally beat three expansions ago.
0: Yeah, yeah. No, I don't think that's. I don't think that would work real well for me, Zealanders. Damn it. it!
1: Seemed like such a great idea at the time.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So unfortunate. Yeah, you know. But um, uh, yeah. Um. Okay. So, uh, speaking of gamer communities or just gamers in general, um, I don't know if, how many people out there are playing Valorant, but a shit ton of you guys are uh valorant or uh, yeah valorant has announced that they are going to be updating their automated smurf detection system um now Zelius, i will uh yield the floor to you so you can explain exactly what smurfs are
1: so basically a smurf bar like let's just say you have an sr rating from 0 to 100 for the sake of argument and let's say 50 is perfectly average 90 is awesome, and 10 is like you basically can't actually use your mouse. Mm -hmm. Um, And so what happens is, let's just say a player, their natural rating, Mm -hmm. let's just say it's a natural rating of 90. What a smurf does is they either A, start a new account, or B, they take their level 90 skill account, and they intentionally lose matches. Typically, they get well below the average rating of 50. The whole point of why people do this is they then want to get down to, let's just say, level 30 and then go in and face-stop the entire composition or entire opposition to get back up to that top level. And it sucks for two reasons. One is, if the player does not purchase a new account, it means that that level 90 player must now intentionally throw all those matches to get back down to this hypothetical level 30. So you've now basically ruined... All these matches for all these players because you have a player throwing. And then on the inverse, you have now this level 90 natural player at level 30. Basically, it just created an entirely unfun and unbalanced game for the rest of the players at that level up to many, many, many levels. Uh, so it just creates a very unfun... Because the whole point of like competitive gaming is they have evenly matched games. Uh, for the most part, if it's a, my experience is, if it's an evenly matched game and you lose, as long as you like, wasn't like a face stomp, people still have fun. It's like, well, we lost, but it was fun. We had some good fights. Life goes on. It's when you are continually in these matches where there's obviously a smurf or completely imbalanced matchmaking where you just get face rolled over and over either winning or losing. That's where the games start to lose their fun. Um, because we all want to win. By the end, we also play competitive games because we want that, that thrill of competition, right? The endorphins, when you win that battle that was tough against an evenly matched player. It's Smurfs, basically, they've ruined that gamer experience, both for winning and losing. Definitely more so for the losers than the winners, because at least for winners, you still have the yay, yay one. Um, But just takes a lot of enjoyment out of the game when you have Smurfs in the game. There's just no other way of putting it.
0: Yeah, I mean, I, I've I've I'd be very interested to see. You know, of course, you're not going to get all of the the fun details behind exactly how they determine. You know, the Smurf accounts and whatnot, but uh, um, uh, you know, whatever it takes to 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 you know kind of level the field and make sure that people aren't dicking over other players and ruining their enjoyment. Cause that's the thing. I think that's one of the other reasons why I kind of get gun shy when it comes to multiplayer games is, am I going to be dealing with someone who is going to be trying to throw the match or, uh, or am I, or or am I going to have face off against someone who is so far and above what I am. And I just constantly get, you know, curb stomped over and over and over again. Then why would I come back? Um, you know. Yeah.
1: No, that's I agree. That's definitely a major problem with online competitive games. Um and how to balance that is a ongoing battle. Yeah. Um especially I mean if especially a game like Valorant with a free to play game you can easily go in and create a new account. Um now there are things like you have to have like so many hours and so many wins or losses in order to play competitive. Right. So there are kind of checks and balances um but in the way there's always a way to game the system i mean hell you ha- you can get the um boosting system yeah so it kind of goes both ways so you can be a we think of smurfs as usually players above their sr rating either losing and throwing intentionally to get to the bottom or buying that account to get to the top mm-hmm. well you can also go the reverse where I'm a player who's now boosted my SR, let's just say, from 30 to 70, even though I'm a 30-rated player. Mm -hmm. Now, all of a sudden, I'm playing with all these 70 and above-rated players, so I've now, for my team, created an imbalanced experience for my teammates. And I'm probably going to cause them to also now lose their match at the same time. Um, That's not nearly as common, I think it's also bloody expensive um yep. i've looked at prices just for the hell of it because i'm always just curious and i'm like no <laughs> um, oh come on Zilius. well mm. sorry i couldn't afford to get that christmas tree if i threw my if i got the boosting system um, Boo. i know um actually if you want to get boosted instead take that money and pay for coaching that's a much better use of your money um Cause there are some really good coaches out there who can help players improve. That's a total, I think if you're really into a game that is a actual worthwhile investment of money into a game that you're passionate about.
0: Yeah. I, you know, if I personally, I mean, this is one of the other huge hurdles that, you know, that I personally face when it comes to games, be it digital or analog or whatever, is that sometimes just the entry. Into it is just so monumental, uh, or confusing, or difficult. And I know that if I could just figure it out, I would like it. But having someone to help me or to coach me in, you know, the basics and and maybe some of the nuances, so I could actually, you know, truly enjoy the game. Because yeah. I'm sure that you know the couple times that I played the MMO you play while playing another MMO, Eve Online, uh, I probably could have gotten more out of it if I had someone who you know, kind of coached me or really taught me what else, what really was awesome about the game. Because all I did was I just mine. That
1: was yeah, it. it's kind of ironic, though. Now that, like, do you fully work from home now? Yes. Now that we work from home, I'm kind of like, is Eve the perfect game to play now? Because <laughs> you just, like, do it, you know, do some tickets, and then, like, on your like five minute break, you can just log in and you know move your mining, you know, to the next system. So I, I kind of actually thought about that. I'm like, is he the perfect work from home game?
0: Yeah, just twenty seven jumps will take you three minutes of forty five seconds. Go do what you need to do.
1: Just keep to safe space, and you'll be fine. I, I've actually thought of it. Haven't done it, um, but I'm just like, huh, it's interesting. I mean, you know, you got your lunch break, just log in for a few minutes and mm-hmm. while you're scarfing down, whatever you do for your lunch.
0: That's if I remember my lunch. That's, that's my problem is when I'm working at home, I lose track of time. Oh, I don't forget.
1: It's, I, I can't go without eating. I got my two and a half square meals a day.
0: I have my, yeah, I guess technically when I'm thinking about it, it's two and a half. because. Breakfast is kind of like a, a snack, yeah. lunch, dinner.
1: No, a I snacks, I don't
0: miss meal. No. Yeah, um. So here's some here's some fun news, some exciting news potentially, sort of, uh, for anybody out there who is a Google Stadia owner. Yes, we understand that the uh, Google Stadia is shutting down in January. However, if you had previously purchased the Ubisoft plus multi-access pass oh. for Stadia, they are now going to basically gift you games.
1: Huh. to use like on just the redeem at their store or like any. Uh, through their
0: Ubisoft connect account.
1: Okay. So, I mean, that's better than nothing.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's kind of, I mean, you know, it's, Hooray! A little, like a little uh, silver lining. I'm trying to figure out what the games are, um, though. They say okay, so. And I still don't. I still can't figure it out. Um, but one one interesting thing is uh, that someone asked, and I, I don't know the answer to. But it, what happens with the 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 save game data? Is there a way to transfer your game saves to like a different, you know, cause if like, if I'm on the stadia and I get mm. on like steam or the Epic store or whatever, is there a way for me to take that save data and put it on? Cause technically I'm still on my PC, however, it is a different platform. Cause you're going from streaming to your, you know, your actual PC.
1: I could not begin to tell you. Yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't know. I, but
0: that, yeah. that would be very interesting. It is a good question. But at the same time, I think that developers would be really gun shy to do that because if you like, if if like the only way you could do it is they they would have to hand over a file to you, then you know someone's going to re- reverse engineer that shit and then like break the game by changing variables and shit until they, like, you know, make God mode.
1: I mean, that's basically the PC.
0: Right. But you could still, like, um, encrypt some stuff probably a little bit better without having to, you know, like, I don't know. It'd be a very timely thing, I would assume.
1: Yeah, I feel like most games are definitely, well, not definitely – most games are not cross-platform, but some are. Like yeah. it seems like the mobile games, like mobile games. I mean the iPhone games. They, right. they, they can then play your PC. Those tend to be cross-safe. Yeah. Um. But then like your actual kind of bigger, what's it called? AAA titles. Those don't seem to like it do it as much.
0: Well, t- well, actually, you know what? Come to think of it, let's say that you have a, an Ubisoft account. Um. And you you have to use that Ubisoft account, or your Ubisoft account is connected to your Stadia. You maybe you could transfer it that way.
1: You got me, yo.
0: <laughs> I don't know. Food for thought, ladies, and gentlemen. Food
1: for thought. I mean, I don't play a lot of Ubisoft games in the first place, so I'm not much help there.
0: Yeah, to be honest with you, I think the the only Ubisoft games I really play, and I haven't played them in a long time, are probably the Assassin's Creed games.
1: I always got bored of the Assassin's Creed games because I felt like I was doing the same repetitive thing like an hour into the game over and over.
0: It moves, the story moves somewhat, but it's mostly assassinations and, and whatnot.
1: Yeah, I know. They, they just never quite held night. I've tried a couple of them and they just never quite work for me. Yeah, yeah. To reach the run soon.
0: All right, ladies and gentlemen, we're going to pause real quick to do. Um, Friends of the show, these are the amazing people who are patrons of Alter Confusion or have helped us in some other way, and we love to stop and give them some love and attention every single Thursday and hang out. So, without further ado, let's jump into it. The first one, of course, is the Indie Cluster. The Indie Cluster is an organization of independent game developers that want to gain exposure by being involved in the community. They collectively journey to popular conferences as a traveling booth to help gain attention for their games. They make partnerships in local communities by, to bring games to the mainstream mindset. They highlight local, unusual, and rare concepts that challenge the paradigm of the common. They also host events to teach kids and minority groups about game development to hopefully one day enter the industry themselves. For more information, go to IndieCluster.com. The next shout out we got to give to is a gentleman we met at the convention that shall not be named. Uh, but he is an amazing person, and a very hard worker. And of course, who we're talking about, we're talking about Noodle Boy Media. Founded in 2015 by Andrew Tran, Noodle Boy Media, previously Wet Kid 47 Media, is your choice for professional photo shoots and panel recordings at conventions. They pride themselves in providing a high level of professionalism, top-notch experiences, and quality services. If you want more information and to view their full list of services, check out Facebook.com slash Noodle Boy Media.
1: Noodle Boy!
0: The next one, of course, is the... Uh, amazing individual who can help take away many of your aches and pains yes that's right ladies and gentlemen hero chiropractic is a unique healthcare practice set up by ryan moore the company's focus to elevate a patient's experience of freedom creative expression and joy they believe that everyone can be a hero and has incredible Heroic potential inside themselves waiting to be unleashed. Hero Chiropractic focuses on mobile chiropractic care in the greater Atlanta area. They are committed to healing clients by creating a plan of action uniquely suited for each person. They make that plan of action as convenient and affordable as possible, and most importantly, suited to your individual needs. For more information, go to herochiropractic.com. Now, the next one... The next shout out we got to give is to the gentleman who leapt in in our 11th hour with our weird music issue because what was once not copyrighted became copyrighted. Ladies and gentlemen, let me tell you a little bit about Crosspad Creative. Need a new logo or want to work on a full branding and content strategy? Or maybe you need music or audio for your content, just like Alter Confusion. Crosspad Creative offers a whole host of solutions for individuals and small businesses. Just email josh at crosspadcreative at gmail.com and see what he can do for you. Now, the final shout out we got to give is to probably our first and longest page. And that of course is agile axiom by day. Axe leads both the development team and system administration team working with satellites at NASA's Goddard campus. But while not in meetings and many times during, he is the agile evangelist, agile ax championing the philosophy of agile and trying to make the world a better place for software developers, testers system admins and software projects the world over. Decades of experience in software development and leading agile teams are brought to bear against evil processes, inefficient work, and bad habits. For more information, go to agileaxiom.com. And ladies and gentlemen, if you're interested, he also has a book uh, out there that is called Is That Agile? All right, so... Let's do a couple quick Alter Confusion things because I know that you guys right now are just dying to know how do I become one of the friends of the show? Well, ladies and gentlemen, I'm happy to tell you that Alter Confusion has a Patreon page. Uh, whoops, sh- shoot, hold on. Alter Confusion su- survives on the love and support of fans like you and so we have a Patreon page. Patreon lets you, the fans, lovers, haters, demigods, interdimensional beings, gods, demons, aliens, monsters, vampires, mummies, zombies, orcs, hobgoblins, regular goblins, dragons, and more to become active participants in the work that we love through a monthly membership. This gives you access to exclusive content, community, and insight into our creative process. In exchange, we gain a bit more freedom to do our best work and the stability we need to build an even stronger creative career. Currently, we have two different tiers. The first tier is the $1 a month, that's $1 a month, or $12 a year tier. And what that will get you is early access to all of our playthroughs, as well as the ability to partake in patron-only posts and polls. If you are feeling a little bit frisky, you can go up to the $5 a month, that $5 a month or $60 a year. Not only do you get everything at the $1 tier, but you also get your name or organization added to our thank you section of every single Thursday night hangout. So if you're interested in becoming a patron today, go to patreon.com, that's P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash altered confusion, all one word. All right. Now, um, I made mention of the um, Amazon exclusive anime that was based off of uh, the Critical Role game that was a YouTube success. Uh, The DM of course being Matt Mercer uh, and how uh, Vox Makina a critical Role of Vox Machina was getting a second season. Well, it turns out that not only are they getting a second season, but there's also a board game in the works that's mm. around this. And to be totally honest with you, I'm finding this more and more is becoming a kind of a norm where if you have a good, like, Dungeons and Dragons-esque system, you're you're going to see some sort of, like, board game or tabletop... Um... um Uh, system in in place what it's called is um till the last gasp it is a two-player dramatic storytelling game of duels um where uh it will be coming out february or march of 2023 it'll have exclusive vox makina character sheets for um for special duels so pretty sweet not gonna lie kind of cool and nice. and i know my kids aren't around i got i got one of my kids kind of like uh it's kind it's kind of it's kind of in the vein of dungeons and dragons but it's definitely just like cards i think christopher prime no 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 jesus no um no it's like marvel mayhem or something like that oh, where cool. you get like the marvel characters and they got like different stats and and you know nice yeah
1: So it's a board game that you'll have to somehow play with them is what I'm hearing.
0: Yes, exactly. Exactly.
1: Mm, Isn't that convenient?
0: Yes, actually it's very convenient that the children are going to be receiving several board games this Christmas. How odd.
1: Mm. How odd. These were all on Charlie's list at one time.
0: How odd that we, we will mysteriously have things to do when all of us are off next week.
1: That is actually a good call, sir. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
0: I have my moments. What can I say? I have moments. There my you go. Right. Very nice. Very nice. Um, There's something else I was going to tell you. Now I can't remember what it was. Dang it.
1: I have forgotten what my next story was going to be. So if you're doing board games, I actually played one that you may find interesting. Um, I was over at a buddy's house. We played, hold on, let me pull up what this is. Uh, what is it called? What is it called? What is it called? I took a picture of it because it was so much. So it's called Dutch Blitz. Dutch Blitz. Okay. So you ever play Egyptian Ratscrew? Yeah. Basically, it's a formalized version of Egyptian uh, Egyptian Ratscrew. Um, Interesting. It's like four different colors, like one through ten. You, everyone gets like dealt cards, and you basically put cards face up on your pile, you put one into the middle, and then anyone can play off of that, and the object is to get rid of the cards in front of your face. So, like, if it's a one, and you both have twos, like me and you, mm-hmm. now it's a race for both of you to play that two simultaneously.
0: Gotcha, gotcha. Um,
1: it's a fun game. I highly recommend it. Um, because you can always play at a slower level with kids. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's a good, it's a fun game.
0: Okay, and the name of it, what we're talking,
1: Dutch Blitz. Dutch Blitz. It's a wonderful, good game. Mhm. Yes, it's it's actually that way on the box. I'm not just making it up. So, oh, so uh,
0: you know, I mentioned that Vox Machina the the second season is coming to uh, Amazon Prime, uh, starting in I think it's January the twenty first or something like that. Nice. Um but um there is another um Amazon Prime original show called Paper Girls. Hmm. And uh it's actually it's based off of a, a graphic novel that I uh because I have comicsology. Jesus Christ, I've got a lot of fucking subscriptions. <laughs> comixology is basically like the the Kindle unlimited version, but for like graphic novels and comic books. Yep. Um and Paper Girls was one of those. It might actually be a comiXology original, um, but it's basically it's based on you have of course Paper Girls. It's exactly what you think it is. It's a bunch, It's a it's a group of girls who deliver morning papers. Um, but something bizarre as hell happens the day after Halloween. That morning after Halloween. They call Hell Day. Um, something happens and it changes everyone's life, and it's it's really interesting. But at the same time, like I don't know, it it's so fucking confusing. I've watched like two or three episodes, and I'm like, yeah, this. I mean, this is really close to the the graphic novel. And I was scratching my head during the graphic novel because like, who what's this? Because they just they add layers. Of what's going on, Cause so you don't know. You don't know anything, really, because you think you you're starting to figure stuff shit out, and then another thing is plopped on there. And you're like, "Oh, okay."
1: Interesting. <laughs> yeah, but
0: definitely, definitely worth a a look. See, I have to say,
1: not quite the same. But uh, did you ever watch the uh, Dragon Age, um, anime on Netflix? So
0: I almost started and I will fully tell you I almost started however I was feeling slightly sleepy ah. and instead of instead of watching it and falling asleep to it I ended up playing or sorry I ended up watching where's my phone do I have my phone I ended up watching uh, and I did thankfully I did fall asleep so it's a good thing that I didn't start watching it but um, my kids and I have gotten really into Scooby-Doo. Hmm. Uh, and there was a show back in 2015 called Be Cool Scooby-Doo. And so I just put that on. Nice. It's great. But I mean, I, I I, I don't think, even if it was the most interesting show on the earth, I would have made it through, because-
1: you're, you're out.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's just, like I said, it's been a really long week for me uh, with, um, with work and whatnot, so.
1: No, it's a, it's good. I, I definitely recommend it.
0: So, is it like if, if you had to compare it to like Dragon Dogma?
1: I would actually put it between like Dragon Dogma mm-hmm. and, um, Arcane. Okay, Arcane being the, the first.
0: No, or Arcane
1: you... being, um, Dota.
0: That's not Dota.
1: I thought it was Dota, like. Arcane or something.
0: No, no. The Arcane is League of Legends.
1: That's what I'm thinking of. Wow. Yeah, I'm thinking of League of Legends. Because yes, there is a Dota it. anime there too. Oh, they're all so so it's <laughs> it's similar to all of those. Cause I could literally Dota and Dragon's Dogma are the same in my head. Yes. They're both I like stay in the same setting. They both have a dragon. They both have gods and shit. Like it's the same. I i was thinking about it last night i was like i really can't remember which characters are from which anime um which is i mean they're both good that's not a criticism It's just it is what it is um but uh no, it's i would put it between those two because i'm calling dragons dog one doted the same damn thing yep. and um league of legends kind of like in between those two in terms of like art style mm-hmm. and the actual um storyline um the storyline actually reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons. Sweet. Um, you have to. Watch, I don't want to give any spoilers, but just with what happens, would definitely remind me of a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. Is actually probably the best way to put it.
0: All right. Um, yeah, I I will fully admit that there, um, there's definitely uh, like you. I, I I sometimes confuse anime and can't remember what <laughs> character goes to which one. And it usually revolves around, for me, like, I don't know. You, you, what's uh, I can't remember what the, the name of... There's, there's a disorder that people have where they don't recognize faces. Like Yes,
1: I know what you're talking
0: about. So yeah. for me, a lot of, like, the mech, you know, the giant robot animes, I can't yeah. remember where... What which one is which, or or what character is from which one? I mean, the guy's like, "Oh yeah, I'm I'm from this one." I'll be like, "Okay," in my mind, I'm thinking like seven different animes, none of which is the one you named, but okay, you look familiar. I
1: could definitely see that. That's funny. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense because I, like, I mean, a lot of those robot animes also have kind of pretty similar like mechs. Yeah. And then like the actual animation yep typically somewhat similar, so yeah that makes sense i could i i could get that
0: yeah. <laughs> so yeah i mean yeah um I tell you what i I don't know what um the Pokemon company has done, but there are a lot of people who are shitting on this latest pokemon game um they just they they're just kind of i guess. Because I think it's like Pokemon Legends, uh, Arceus or Arceus or whatever it was, was hmm. just off the the beat. It was different, and so people really got into it. And then with this whatever it is, Scarlet and Purple yep. or whatever, uh, everyone was expecting something you know something different, something exciting, something new. And it's just basically like the same formula that you had since the handhelds. And so people Remember, have been heard it also
1: has like an insane amount of grinding is what I've heard. Yes. That too. Yeah. Like, and like, for me, like it depends on the game. Mm-hmm. Like if you want to grind, I mean, I think especially like RPGs to be like the Uber non required boss, then sure. Go for it. Right. Um, I don't particularly enjoy grinding for, like, the main storyline, but, like, if you want to go beat the Emerald Weapon Part 4, sure, okay, that's different. Um, Or, obviously, MMOs. Like, MMOs are made to grind. So like, both of those cases, I get. Um, But, like, when you just have to, like, endlessly grind, especially, like, the same mobs over and over, just, like, the main story in a single-player game, like, Mm -hmm. that's not very fun to me.
0: Yeah, I mean, I I think... For me, I through most RPGs, I'll I'll end up doing some grinding, probably some ex- uh, excessive grinding, simply because I want to feel comfy on some of those boss battles. But forcing a gamer to have to grind consistently through a game would really grate on my nerves as well. But that's really uh, that's with with like Pokemon and a lot of these games where they have this huge ass roster the 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 reason why you have to grind is because there's this wonderful mechanic where only the characters or creatures or pets that are currently in your active party get the experience yeah that's true which is oh my god how fucking annoying is that now in pokemon what they what they've done is there's several instances where you know, you're you're leveling up your your main team, and you're gonna fight a Pokemon basically to submission, so you can hit them with the Pokeball and capture them. And as you progress through the game, the Pokemon's level is going to be higher than one. It's not like you're gonna be catching level one Pokemon and all the what the rest of yours are gonna be like sixties and seventies. But at the same time, after you've captured it you're still going to have to, you know, you'll still have to grind it to get it up to where you want it. Or, and this is, this is where, you know, you get the real gotchas is you need the evolve or evolution. Um, and then of course, you know, I'm not really going to go into the wonderful corrupt way that a lot of these um, free to play games do it is it not not for the evolution of the character. Well, actually, yeah, the evolution yeah. of the character. You got to get so many copies of the character, or so many copies of the item, plus uh, a a binding crystal or some crap like that, and just you know to grind, grind, grind. That, mm, that's the shit that drives me absolutely up the up the wall.
1: Oh yeah, that's always like that's where like the free to play a lot of those hero games. Like we have like the five or six squad, that's where you always hit the wall. Is when you need to get your five star to six star, you need like three copies of that same hero, and it's of like
0: the, of the same hero at the five star rating.
1: Yeah, it's like good and, lord. It took me like two months to get one of these heroes.
0: Exactly, and and the only and this this character only actually starts at a two star rating, so you need three two stars. Actually, you need nine two stars, so you get one three star. And then you got to do that three times. So you're 27. And it's just.
1: And so you I still have somewhere on like life...
0: 115 or something.
1: I still have my phone somewhere when I used to play Kingdom Hearts Unchained. Mm-hmm. Um, that, That's exactly how it was. And there's like a flow chart that you would like keep track of as you're leveling up your characters to try to get to the correct stars. Yep. Um, And if I. It's, so I remember I was really into that game. I didn't play for like three, four years. Mm -hmm. It's kind of funny because I logged in and like all of my characters were now longer like not relevant. (laughs) So it's like, damn, I spent all this time on these characters. And now it's like, I mean, those were like four or five star characters. Now it's like 12 star Uber Sephiroth with a black border for free. And it's like, it kills everyone in one hit. Now I'm like, well, okay. Yeah. No, yeah, yeah.
0: Then again, I mean, I've, the, the, you know, uh, .hack actually had an interesting, uh, .hack GU had an interesting mechanic where if you maxed out, uh, you can, basically you could combine your weapons or your accessories or your armor, I think it was five times. So once you get up to plus five, it becomes a, um, uh, supplement, um, Thing where you can add it to anything within five levels of its current level so if it was like a level 20 mm. you could add it you could basically sub uh like a 20 uh, uh, a level 25 whatever so that was that's nice
1: <laughs> so it meant like if you spent all that time leveling up that level 20 thing it was you could still make it relevant yes. as you leveled up yeah that's a cool way of doing it.
0: Yeah, like you, 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 you know, you grind it, and you just have a shit ton of this stuff, and you could basically, hell, I mean, you could probably, if you grind through the right places, you could have f- four plus five items, and that's the other thing is it didn't have to match. Um, oh, nice. Yeah. So, you know, it it was just a plus five weapon. So any weapon, it didn't have to be like this specific sword or gun or gloves or whatever so i mean you know that would allow you to to you know combine quicker because oh my god that drives me batty
1: also about the bat signal
0: spe- spe- speaking of combining this is one thing that has pissed me off about uh uh tales of a rise real quick um when you get to a certain part in the game, they are going to. Uh, when you go to the blacksmith, they're going to give you option to uh, make a better version of a weapon. And there's been many times that I've had that weapon, not not the improved version, but that weapon, but because it's equipped, it's not shown. I don't. It. I don't. It doesn't shown as me owning it. So I have to unequip the item, then go back into the blacksmith to then make the item, and then equip Hmm. it back. Whereas it should—I
1: don't know that happening honestly.
0: Whereas what should happen is it should see is it in your inventory or is it currently equipped? And if it's currently equipped, unequip—just like put a flash up a warning saying you're about to unequip this item or something. But it's oh my god, I can't tell you like having to go through additional menu steps to do this shit. Is that
1: what the accessories or weapons weapons? I don't remember that ever happening with weapons,
0: the accessories. The only thing you got to work, worry about with the accessories is that, um, uh, you can't enhance accessories that you found. You can only enhance accessories that you made. I don't, I don't remember that unequip issue, but uh, who knows? (laughs) No, it's I had to do that with three weapons today. I was just like, oh my God. Nice. <laughs> Cause I like, i finally got like all these pieces and I would go in there and like excited. I'm, like, all right, got all these pieces. And then as soon as I got in, I'm like, oh, son of a bitch it's still equipped, isn't it? Oh, well, I got to exit out of this and then open up my, my yeah. character screen, then go over to equipment, select the character, select some random ass item for him to have equipped, then go back in, select, yes, I want to build this. Yes, as soon as I build it, equip it so I can have the right stuff.
1: Yeah, I could see that.
0: And in, in just just kind of like a an aside here, when you played Tales of Arise, were you, did you try to find all the owls?
1: Uh, if I knew they were around, yeah. Like it was obvious though.
0: Yeah. The little, the little, the little, like, the little, hoo. Yeah, the little hoodle
1: would pop out and go. Hur, hur, hur. Yeah. So, I mean, if like, I knew they're around and I saw the owl, mm-hmm. then yes, I would find that damn owl. Yeah. But I wasn't like searching every nook and cranny to be like, is there a who here? Is there a who here? Yeah. So I wasn't being like, t- I found most of them too, just by natural gameplay. Yeah. Um, because when you because when you go to the owl city, it'll tell you for the colors if you got all the owls for that color.
0: Or it'll tell you, oh, this look, this tree looks like there's
1: yeah. there's room for two more. Yeah, so I got most of them just through randomness. Yeah, without really trying, but yeah, no. If I saw a hoot, I was definitely finding them. Um yeah. Which of course is how you get your cool gear. And it was actually a game where I actually liked using the stupid um, costume stuff. Yes, the costumes were act because you could actually see the costumes while you're playing. Yeah. Because it was the third party style. So, like, if you put on a stupid, you know, devil's horn, you actually saw it in the game. It wasn't just like you never saw it.
0: Yep. Or you could put a cat tail on and that's what they're going to have.
1: And then the cutscenes, too. Yeah. Yeah.
0: With, with the, old, well, the only exception is if they were the animated cutscenes, then, then it went back mm. to, um, uh, uh, the standard. Yes, you're right. But all the other, all the other like, ge- uh, you know, generated cutscenes,
1: like the comic book style.
0: Yeah, yeah. Those good stuff. It's good stuff. Yeah, yeah. Though I am kind of like, it, well, as you, as you progress through the, um, um through the the game, and you take out side quests and stuff, you unlock additional like skill spots yep um and I don't, i'm maybe i'm playing it wrong or something but the 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 magic girl i can't like none of hers i've 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 already done i've filled out her entire the like the five that she kind of started with and i can't seem to find any quest to unlock additional ones
1: uh, they come later
0: um I, I yeah. bet you they're about to come right after the, it was the boss. I gotta, gotta get to.
1: Yeah, it was, it was annoying. I remember that. I remember thinking the exact same thing. Okay, like, good. So it's not. Where are same? her extra spells? I'm so confused. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Exactly. Well, all right, ladies and gentlemen. I think Zelius, Do you have? Uh, do you have any closing thoughts besides? Everyone have a safe and uh, happy holidays.
1: No, this fire feels really good against my back. It's keeping me warm. It's like it's like I'm playing against the back of a old school Xbox 360. And it's like tethered to my back.
0: Ah, oh, So it's like me playing uh, any game on my plasma screen TV and me sitting at point
1: blank. Is your plasma screen still down there? Yeah. Nice. And
0: that thing still warms the room <laughs> really well. If I have a cup of ice water, it will melt the ice water.
1: The plasma screen TV that I had was still my favorite, like, video ever. From yeah. like, picture. I know, like, it's the most inefficient product ever made, but oh, that picture quality is so good.
0: The true black, my friend. The true black.
1: Mm. It was just vivid, man. I know.
0: I know. It also weighed like sixty pounds. Oh, dude, it, mine. Mine is yeah.
1: They're they're and they're. It's they're a two man job. It's a two man yeah. job. You, you, I mean that that's a relic now. It's probably worth some money in the black market.
0: <laughs> you can't buy them new. No, hell no. No, no, no. No. But anyways, ladies and gentlemen, I'd like to thank everyone for tuning in to the Ultic Fusion Thursday night hangout for myself, Charlie, and Zelius. Been a pleasure giving it to come our heads, our mouths, and of course, our hearts. Will we be back next Thursday? I don't know. But if we are not, have a safe New Year's. But until next time, ladies and gentlemen, we'll
1: see you later. Remember kids keep on gaming in the free world. Amen
0: to that brother.